Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. This is episode 96 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is tarot keywords. And I'm speaking with Angie Green, the creator of Simple Tarot. Welcome, Angie. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am really excited about your deck, which we'll talk about in a second. But this is a topic that I think is really important. I have found that when people, you know, first begin learning tarot, they're really overwhelmed. Uh, And so I feel that keywords are really important when you're just starting out. What are your thoughts around this? Oh, I absolutely agree. I, uh, I strongly believe in throwing everything at a problem to solve it, every tool you have. And I think keywords are one of the best tools you can use when you're trying to learn tarot cards. They're not, they're not like a, a crutch that you use forever, but when you are just starting out, they are so helpful to just trigger your brain to remember the story of each card. Absolutely. You know, when I first started out working with tarot, that was one of the things that I found did trigger my brain. It, it helped me to like get something to kick in when I found myself really stuck. Yeah, and there are some cards that are just, they're really similar. And so it's hard to tell the difference, especially, well, I can speak for me. The five of swords and the seven of swords, they're just stupid guys doing things with swords. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me a while to realize the difference between the two cards. And using keywords really helped me tell the difference of what the story of the five versus the story of the seven. Right on. And, you know, and there's also some cards that when I was beginning, uh, which I began a very long time ago, like the Hierophant was so confusing. I could not wrap my head around it, so I had to come up with some key words so I could understand that card. Well, and the, each card has so many diverse meanings, and some of the meanings sometimes our value system doesn't agree with. So right. coming up with your own keywords is really important, too. So let's explain to people, how might keywords help to form an interpretation? Well, I want to give um, two warnings first about using keywords. First of all, they're not meant to be memorized. You, you should never memorize anything in the tarot at all. You don't need to. Um, but they're really, you don't need to like, memorize every card's keywords to feel that you're a successful reader of that card. And the second warning is that keywords, they help you um, trigger the story, but they're, they're not like the definitive answer. Mm-hmm. There's no real right way or wrong way. The keywords are just three to five words that encompass the core meaning of the card. But, of course, tarot goes so much deeper than that. It's so much um, more subtle than just those three or five words. So I do want to give those warnings. Um, But they really help you kind of find the thread that goes between each card when they're laid out spread. So if you follow that thread, then you'll be able to read the story of the bigger picture. Awesome. I love your warnings, by the way. I think that's really wise. Very sage advice. So how might someone come up with some good keywords? You know, what's your process? Uh, Well, (laughs) um, so I started learning tarot many, many years ago, and I struggled so hard. I did everything that I could think of, and I just failed for a good five years. Um, It wasn't until I started really using keywords. I put them in a cheat sheet. Um, I used flashcards. I wrote right on the card themselves. Um, I got a new deck and I wrote on the back of the cards. I did everything I could. Um, And the things that really worked for me was finding the common story of each card, the story that resonated with me. For example, for me, 
When I look at the Six of Swords, I think of a refugee family fleeing a, a bad situation and moving to someplace wonderful. Mm-hmm. So the keywords I have for the Six of Swords are all based on that story I have told myself that represents the meaning of that card. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, my process is pretty much the same thing. So let's give a few really quick examples. Like, what would be good keywords for the magician? I believe the magician comes from a place of really powerful creative energy. And so when you look at um, the Rider-Waite-based versions of these cards, you'll often see um, a man standing in a garden with the tools of the tarot, the pentacle, sword, wand, and cups surrounding him. And generally, one hand will be pointed towards the sky and one hand will be pointed towards the ground. Okay, we covered that basics, but each of those um, symbolic elements has its own keyword associated with it. And so when you create your own keywords for that, you can then read the card. So for the magician, he uses the tools of the tarot, um, pulling energy from the spirit world and the, rea- the real world, the real w- world of reality. And he combines them in with this powerful creative energy to create something new um, in a, a bold, confident, and active manner. Mm-hmm. Love that. Let's do another one. How about the Page of Swords? Oh, Page of Swords. Okay. So I loved putting together the court cards on the when I created the Simple Tarot deck because court cards, people find them so difficult to read sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you combine the element of the page, which is a, generally a child or youthful messenger, that um, learner at the very beginning, receptive part of the learning stage, with the element of the intellect or the air element of the swords, you get someone who's kind of pushing the boundaries of communication, this is going to be like a sneaky, not in a bad way, but someone who's just really um, kind of exploring all of the boundaries. And so when I created this card, it's um, it's a young boy flying a kite. And to me, that represents someone just, you know, putting their ideas out in the air and to learn everything they can to keep them out. Awesome. Those are some great examples. You know, you mentioned too, and this is one of the things I always tell people to do is to write down the keywords on their tarot cards when they first begin to work with tarot. And some, some people think that's really kind of like sacrilegious, and I'm like, you can always <laughs> buy another tarot deck. Come on now. Um, do you have any other suggestions on ways to learn when you're first starting out, maybe one or two tips? So I do believe keywords are a very strong tool that you can use. I will always recommend t- keywords, whether it's writing on the card themselves or using like a companion cheat sheet. The second tip I have is to just touch your cards every day. Um, what really sort of turned the um, turning in from a like moderately be- strong beginner to like a really strong reader was just touching my cards every day. And I do a daily draw every day. I, you know, I record that in my journal. But really, just keeping the deck by my coffee pot um, where I go every single morning and just like flipping through the cards, every day, doing a short reading as I'm waiting for my coffee to brew. Really, that was all it took, just to keep that daily, regular practice. Right. You know, it's like anything. If you do something every day, it's eventually the habit's going to stick or the information's going to stick, and you're going to get it. Absolutely. And I, I, learning tarot is difficult. I don't want to ever, like, diminish that. It's a, it's a challenge. But it gets easier when you take it in very small bites and you just do a little bit every day. Yep, that's all it really needs to get it in in your system, so to speak. And you know, and then if you really find that you take to it, you can do really serious study. But you got to start somewhere. Absolutely, yes. So you know, now let's talk about your deck. You've got the simple tarot. I have a copy of it, and I love 
this. I think it is such a great tool for absolute beginners because it has the keywords right on the cards. And I, I just think that's total genius. So what can you tell me about this amazing new tarot tool that you've created? Uh, well, it, this deck is its my baby. It represents the last five years of everything I've learned and everything I've taught when I've been teaching other people how to read tarot cards. And I can't believe something like this hasn't been created before because it's so obvious. Um, I know that there are other keywords, or tarot decks with keywords written right on the cards, but there's nothing out there that simplifies it quite so much to the mm -hmm. core. And this deck really makes it absolutely simple, dead easy, to just read the cards, even if you have no knowledge of tarot at all. Yeah, and you know, the other thing I like is how you have it color-coded, too. And I think that also then, when you start laying out the cards, you know, you start putting them in patterns, all of a sudden you see all red cards. You know, boom, there's a story that is being told here, or we see all the white cards. And I think that is also really helpful, and it just sets you, again, a genius idea. So I, I think this is really great. Oh, thank you so much. I, I love tarot for many reasons, but one of the reasons I love it is because I have such an analytical mind, mm -hmm. and there's there's so much logic and pattern behind the cards. And I think when you see that laid out in front of you, it just makes it easier to remember and to read them. I totally agree. And, you know, the, I, I also think like tarot and astrology, one of the things that is challenging about both of them, even though we're not talking astrology today, is it really does require a certain amount of analytical ability, not just intuition, because you do have to look at those patterns. You have to look at how things go together. That's how you see the story that's unfolding. Mm -hmm, exactly. So, and where can people get the Simple Tarot? Well, the Simple Tarot deck will be kickstarted starting today, October 1st, and the Kickstarter ends on October 31st. Um, anyone can visit the Simple Tarot deck um, on Kickstarter for the month of October, um, but anytime it can be found at thesimpletarot.com. All right, guys, so you heard that. You want to go to thesimpletarot.com. Um, but you also want to like look for the Kickstarter campaign. Let's contribute. Let's make this deck come to life because this is going to be the absolute perfect starting point for anybody who is completely, completely new to tarot. So for tarot virgins, you're going to want this deck too. Angie, I want to thank you so much, first of all, for creating this deck, which I think, again, is so fabulous. Uh, and I also want to thank you for spending some time today talking with me about tarot keywords. So thank you. Oh, and thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. All right, people, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, the tarot coloring book, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other good things for you to scope out. Enjoy. Thanks again for listening, and have a beautiful day. And hey, if you like this podcast and find it useful, take a moment to go onto iTunes and leave a positive review. That's going to help more tarot newbies find their way to this podcast. And as always, I love to finish off by saying this. Pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. <laughs>